0: today to Dr. Claire Ashby, and we're going to talk on a very interesting subject that I know nothing
1: about. And
0: what is the subject today?
1: So we're going to discuss a condition called histamine intolerance today, Kathy. Great. So um, what is that? So histamine intolerance is whereby you have, we all have histamine circulating in our body, and normally it's only released when we have an allergic reaction. So if you imagine when you're stung by a bee Or bitten by something, you get a red wheel on the skin. That is histamine acting in your cells there and causing an allergic reaction at the site of the body. The thing is we have histamine throughout our body, and we often um, take in an awful lot of histamine without realizing it. So lots of food is laden with histamine, strawberries, avocados, um, alcohol, caffeine have histamine. Uh, There's numerous lists of things. and the reason I became interested in histamine intolerance was twofold, really. One, it has a huge overlay with something called mast cell activation, which became very widely discussed when people were having long COVID reactions. And two, because I have a specialist interest in hormone medicine and pre- um, prescribing and settling people's fluctuations through the perimenopause of their estrogen. If you have high estrogen levels, you're often precipitating histamine intolerance. So. If I bring that back to summarise, histamine is an allergic mediator. If everything's working well, it's only released when you encounter an allergen. But you often find that you're releasing it quite consistently in your system. And you need to be really very aware if you're consuming a lot, because the people who have histamine intolerance often come along and say, Do you know what? I just don't feel well all the time. I just feel run down compared to my friends and colleagues. I feel like I'm really tired. I'm really fatigued. My bowels aren't what I would expect them to be. I often feel my skin is quite itchy, but I've seen numerous doctors. I've seen numerous clinicians. My thyroid function is fine. They tell me my full blood count is fine. And it's often histamine intolerance. I'm picking it. Now, it's a fascinating condition that I didn't know about prior to recently it's not taught in medical school it's becoming much more widely discussed now that it's got the link with long covid and mast cell activation but it's just a really really enjoyable sphere to start working in and be aware of because patients um, will do so incredibly well if you can make the diagnosis and you can just reduce histamine in their diet and use very simple measures like an over-the-counter antihistamine twice a day So it's just a very good thing to have an awareness of on a level as a physician or on a level as a lay person, because you'll often know of that person who just says they don't feel right all the time. Um, A very, very classic story of a woman might be that I generally feel always fatigued. They felt like they thrived in pregnancy then they felt less well after pregnancy and then they come into their perimenophores and feel dreadful and they're not corrected and well supported by hormones because underlying everything is the histamine levels being too high in their body. And the interesting bit there is in pregnancy, they do really well because they have a very significant upregulation of the enzyme that metabolises histamine called diamine oxidase because the placenta makes it at 500 times the quantity we normally make it.
0: That is very interesting. So pregnancy in that scenario is very good for women because often we might say, slightly jokingly, pregnancy is not so good for us. Um, How long does the effect of that last? Only while the placenta is present in the body? Does it immediately go away?
1: Yes, you're right. It immediately drops off. Deliver the placenta. You lose that high diamine oxidase and then that person returns back to feeling sluggish. The things that people say to me, be it man or woman, say, I just feel like I'm slightly... Toxic all the time, and they just know they don't feel right within themselves. So, so, and it's one of those conditions that once you've seen it, you can't unsee it. You keep seeing it across the board. When you've, as a medic, work back, reassured yourself. You know, you always work from things that we need to feel we tick off as concerning and work back in our mind. But once, once you've got it there in your mind's eye, it's really very helpful because then you can discuss it with a patient.
0: Would well, you feel it's quite a common condition?
1: I think it's far more common than anyone would have estimated, and I think the research will come in and we'll collect the data to prove it. So, yes.
0: Fabulous. And so, is there a sort of way that you diagnose it? Is it consultation and then is there testing or?
1: Now, I, there is testing. At the moment, I've tend to found that just listening to a patient, I'm picking the history, and them just doing a four week low histamine diet supported by magnesium, vitamin D zinc, vitamin C, and a double dose of daily antihistamines, then they've normally found their answer. At, you can, I think we will work forward and possibly very well suited to you, Kathy, and to this clinic on diagnostic testing to support that. But I think that you can use some simple measures as well just to confirm the diagnosis and prove the patient's lived experience
0: that's amazing. You did touch on long COVID. Mm -hmm. Obviously, that might be quite a complex condition. I'm Mm -hmm. assuming there's not just one aspect. But patients who might be listening to this who do suffer, they feel from long COVID. um, Is it something that they may have already been checked for? Or is it still quite new medicine?
1: So this is medicine that's being practiced in long COVID clinics. And they're very much looking at mast cell activation. So the The COVID virus attacks the ACE2 protein um, and receptor, so across the body, and that's where mast cell activation has become very much more discussed. And then there's a lot of overlay, but no, I don't want any patients who are listening to this who are troubled with long COVID to think we found the immediate answer, this is it. But if they ever wanted to come and have a conversation and become more informed, and have a trial of a reduced histamine diet and support with trying does this measure assist them then that would be a very reasonable thing to do that's great thank you very much